Hi and welcome to another episode of One and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. said live but i just can't believe live. first go I, I can't believe the, the big boss is giving you the the bloody keys to the car first go first go press the button he only had 42 goes oh hang on admit one who we got we got a celebrity appearance who, who's, hey he's late it's, there he is hey he couldn't he couldn't let me have it he couldn't let me have it <laughs> You couldn't let me have it, you bastard. Just once. <laughs> Just once. A funny thing I got on first go. Oh, yeah? Oh, good on you. <laughs> you've, been watching me for, you've been watching me for years. That's how you should know. <laughs> first go. Hello, everybody. Uh, how are you, Big Dog? Hey, Kim. Uh, this is glass shit house. The wine crap. The wine is crap. So, Business class so, for who? Yeah, so I'm not uh, not going to talk about my wine today, okay? <laughs> but Thomas, well, I'm happy to rub Cam's nose in it. Hang on, we it. don't talk about the wine yet. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're in control. You're in control. <laughs> what uh, whose who's business land are you in? And I'm in Sydney. Yeah. Is Go it ahead. all one business lounge? Uh, I don't know, mate, but you must have been the poor one. <laughs> You're underprivileged, mate. You borrow that's what you get from <laughs> We work we work too hard. We work too hard not to go properly, you know. So our little mate TL wasn't going to be joining us today, but he's made it. He's on his way to Belgium to see the parents. Well done, mate. I'm really happy for you. How awesome. many years has it been? Three and a half years. Three and a half? Two. Three and a half, yeah. yeah. Since COVID. You're on the beer and the wine. Well done. Yeah, that helps <laughs> me with the wine. The beer helps me with the wine. He'll be on the front page tomorrow morning. <laughs> on the front page tomorrow morning, a legal immigrant uh, kick off uh, When I tasted the wine, I thought I better, that this is when I need Scott on the on the thing because I, I need to be positive about this wine. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Matthews, ladies and gentlemen, owner of Wiseby Rouse Hill, helicopter pilot, endurance athlete. Uh, I'm, so, I'm about to take the athlete tag off you if you keep falling over pissed and hurting yourself, though, Scotty. And um, I, I was going to say the beautiful... I've spent all week trying our positive thinking for a change and it got rid of TL and got rid of Louise, so it's done bloody brilliantly for me. All right, see ya. <laughs> yeah. And then you've come back. So obviously there's been a big negativity creep into my life when you come back. So welcome, Scott Matthews. Welcome, Scotty. You're in a hotel in Port Macquarie. Doesn't anyone live at home anymore? What are we doing? Yeah, I know. It's terrible. He just sold that block of land you didn't buy TL for $3 million. Ah, man. (laughs) Only rich people could afford that one, I guarantee you. Would have been a nice place to sit up there and have a glass of wine. I still, I still would be sitting um, at some privileged people's uh, place <laughs> next door. I think the next door neighbour, isn't it, Scott? 
Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anything happened this week of interest? Oh, well, we have the same French president. So, oh, he won. The macaroon bloke won. Yeah, the macaroon bloke. The macaroon bloke. He won outright, convincingly. Mm. So... So it wasn't uh, the the white the white supremacists didn't get up. No, no. But uh, if you have a look at a lot of places beside New Caledonia, all the islands uh, have voted for her, and there's been a an increase of almost fifty percent from that five years ago. For her. So it's it's for her. So it's huge. It's like she's really proof. It's it's oh, getting for the, for the other side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So as I said, uh, I think the uh, the sentiment is that a lot of people are unhappy with how the foreigners are really not integrating, mm. and um, they voice it opinion. As a foreigner, how are you integrating into business class there, mate? You... Oh no, man! I feel so out of place. I'm, I normally should be with the underprivileged. <laughs> it's good to see you dressed up for the occasion, mate. Well... <laughs> What else? Anything else exciting? I didn't catch much of anything, really. Uh, not much is out. Just, again, I'm sick of the bloody politicians, the way they're carrying on. It's like a bloody schoolyard slinging match, the, the shit they put on TV. How about you give us some information about what you're going to stand for if you bloody win? You know, they're just bagging each other. All their money just spent on bagging the other guy. You know what? <laughs> tell us what you're going to do. Stop speaking shit and tell us some sense. Don't you love the program in Australia? I said to tell you all the other day, I said, we're fucked as a country. We are. Because they, they're basing everything they do off their uh, market research, right? So their market research must just say we're fucking morons and let's treat them like morons because I agree with the shit I've seen. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't have a well, He's bringing up shit that anybody. Oh. The best bully is going to win. The way it should be. Back to the school. You know, I think Clive Palmer is the only one that's giving us what he's going to do. Even though if it might be full of shit, he's the only one that's saying, I'm going to put a freeze on interest rates and I'm going to bring a trillion dollars worth of super fund back to Australia. And I'm going to do... He's the only one telling us what he's actually going to do. Yeah, but he hasn't said how he's going to do it yet. Oh, I know that. That's a big, <laughs> that's a big piece of the pie that's busy. I know that. But I still prefer to listen to that than the crap these other morons are bloody going on with. I anyway. love the way Clive Palmer turns around and says that we don't need these uh, submarines in the future. We need them now. And if we get in, we're going to buy these submarines right now. Just out of curiosity, which country is selling yeah. 20 nuclear submarines? <laughs> Ukraine. <laughs> <Are you> serious? <laughs> I, I haven't seen any up on the internet lately for sale. I, there's a couple of very uh, submarine-looking houses out in Western Sydney where I do you a good deal, my friend. I do you a good deal. <laughs> in Loftus. I, I, I would never, no, it's the wrong list, mate. Wrong list. <laughs> I would never wish uh, misfortune on anybody, but the irony of Mark McGowan and Andy's daughter getting COVID hasn't been lost on me this week either, I think. Uh, <laughs> the Emperor. <laughs> and... <laughs> Your time. Oh, mate. <laughs> I'm tough. Your what time. about the people who didn't let see their families for three fucking years because of it? That's tough. You know what's tough? Not being able to go to your loved one's funeral. That's tough. 
him getting COVID is at least to what he deserves, I think. Yeah, I get you. His daughter, did nothing to do with his daughter. I, mean, I think it's hard luck. I think another big news is um, Elon Musk uh, buying Twitter. On Twitter, I'm back. They'll give you well, they can. Sorry, I didn't think that. I said they'll give Cam back his Twitter account now. Do you think? Well, they kicked me off for saying people should have the right to choose whether to get vaccinated or not. So they might let me back on now. $63 billion. $63 billion. He just pulled out his wallet and went, nah, there you go. No, no, no. no. no, no actually, it's more, it's more than that. Because uh, the minute he got it, Tesla's uh, people have been selling the shares. So he's lost $56 billion from Tesla. Oh. So the entire deal is roughly $120 billion for him. $120 billion Aussie, which is what, $100 billion. Uh, he'll skip. <laughs> but what's... Instead of skipping breakfast, he'll, he'll skip breakfast and dinner. Tonight. That's all right. You know? <laughs> but, but, but the difference here is that he's smart. He's the one buying all the Tesla shares. God. No family holiday this year, kids. Daddy's got to save the world. Yeah, we're not going to space just yet. That's for next year. They can't go on holidays anyway. Have you seen the names of these kids? What one, of them, one of them's an algorithm. The passport isn't big enough, mate. You can't. <laughs> it actually is. It's X over Z, Y. Like, it's a, an algorithm. Mate, have you heard the things that everybody thinks he's an alien? Have you heard that? Yeah. I, I, think, it's quite, I think it's quite funny. Because you look at him and go... wearing a bulldog shirt, but I don't judge you. We're supposed to be here... Hey, about, listen. Hey, listen. listen. I wore hey. this specifically for today. All we're right. doing a show we'll about positivity. You're doing a show we'll about get, We'll get to the positivity part. We've got to get to the wine first. I'm bloody thirsty. You know what's funny, mate? I tried to wear a manly jersey, and the last time I tried the manly jersey on it fit. Well, it's safe to say I'm not wearing a manly jersey. the mighty was very... Any shirt on you looks manly. The uh, the mighty wise very uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs are playing in Gosford this weekend, and we sponsored yeah. the stadium. So you you watch the TV, you'll see the Wiseberry banners everywhere. They will get flogged by Manly, um, but that's okay because Manly are the greatest team in rugby league history. <laughs> the Bulldogs, my goodness! But we'll save it then. If you if you've worn it for a reason, we'll save it. So I oh, just <clears throat> got to run in line with the theme of today, and we've got our. Honoured guest here is the master of positive thinking, but let's get to Thomas that. Thomas is just having his backpack checked. He left a backpack lying in a suspicious... I'm looking for food. I'm looking for food. You can't see it, but I'm looking for food. <laughs> I, I think he's digging the He didn't do it. He, he's an Aussie. He swears. I'm Aussie, mate. It's a cavity search. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> they lube it up for you. What happened is two beagles <laughs> ran over to his bag and started sniffing it. <laughs> they weren't finding any fur. Um, all right, Scott Matthews, who are you and what are you doing here? Well, Thomas, Thomas rang me. He said, shit, I think I've got to spend more time around Scott Matthews. That bastard, a tree could fall on him and he'd still find a positive spin to it. So when... Um, <laughs> And Thomas has had a few trees fall on him, so he he would know. <laughs> he would know. Better, he would know better than anyone. Uh, positive thinking. So this week's topic being the power of positive thinking. Uh, 
according to T.O., you're the most positive person on the planet, sometimes obliviously and naively, and sometimes but you manage to dig yourself out of more shit than most of us ever uh, will know in our life. So who are you and what do you do and why are you here? Well, that's an interesting question. No, I'm obviously I'm just uh, like any normal person. Um, I wouldn't really say that. Uh, Have you seen I'd your head? Different... Sorry? Have you seen your head lately, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the. Uh, one eye and no hair, mate. You're not just your average person. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> so anyway, I um, yeah, positivity. I, I think it's just a, it's a matter of your thought pattern. It's um, it's what you put into your mind. Uh, it's what you get out. You know. So if you keep putting crap into your brain and you keep putting negative thoughts in, and you know, you keep being concerned about all the negative things. You know, is the glass? <laughs> speaking of the glass, they're empty at the moment. Oh Ken. shit! Hang on, one. Oh, he gives me the host. All I had to do was. Get us on Facebook. We're going to be all right. Chris, you've had one fucking job, mate. Thank you. Well done. I said it twice. One job. <laughs> one job. All okay, right. Don't Thomas, know Thomas, 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 Thomas. What wine have you got, Thomas? Drinking. Thomas, tell us about your wine. Uh, no, I swap, I swap wine now. I've got... Uh, <laughs> Apple juice. <laughs> I've got a white a Chardonnay. Kananga uh, from uh, Penfold, Kananga Hill uh, Chardonnay, 2021. <laughs> not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> I just saw um, it tastes a bit of a plastic. Podcast. We're going to do a live podcast one day, pub crawl or airport crawl. We're going to try every wine in the joint. All right, and then we'll. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I have to do a bit of transit here, but. Um, uh, one thing for sure. Next week, next week, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try and do the uh, a podcast in uh, the center of Brussels itself. I'm gonna go pub crawl. Hey, sounds good. Sounds awesome. good. Kristen, what did you bring? I've got a uh, old favorite, but I'm not sure if we've had it. This is um, a Grand Burge fifth generation. It's a 2019. Um, Grand Burge is always a good drop, but it's a Merlot. Uh, so usually the Grand Burgess we've had is a Cap Sav and a Shiraz. I don't know if we've had the Merlot. Um, the good thing about the Grand Burgess, they've always got a, a full body wine. Um, it's 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 got a lot of depth to it. Um, it's one of my favourites to go to. So yeah, there's a Seinfeld episode. Grand Burgess, Grand Burgess. You've got to say when you say Grand Burgess, you've got to put something into it. Yeah. And uh, Scott Matthews. Well. I've got a nice little red blend that I've been told they're worth about $700 a bottle. I actually say, how many bottles do you get for $700? Uh, 63, mate. <laughs> I'm really going to enjoy drinking this one during the podcast. <laughs> he just owned you there, Cam. He just owned you. Right? Don't so you, might want to, you might want to explain why. Well, we had a, um, uh, a, a lovely seminar that we did a little while ago. And Cam, being his, look, I won't go into the details, but mischievous self, ended up owing everybody in the group a bottle of wine. And uh, this is what he bought us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
My pleasure. Go and get fucked. Thank you very much. I'll tell you in a moment whether it's a good drop or not. Yeah. <laughs> the, offensive you you? the offensive thing is you've waited seven months to bloody crack it and you didn't know you were coming on this podcast. So you've gone to your garage much like Christianola and just pulled out the first bottle you've seen. Well done. Had to pull the dust Why? off. It. It's actually not a bad drop. Well done, Cam. It's not a bad drop. Yeah. I went uh, style over substance today. I have a 2017 Coonawarra Chardonnay called the, Be- oh. the Bard from Holic Wines. Uh, 2017 Chardonnay for $18. So they've made a massive mistake or I'm about to make one. <laughs> well known, well known amongst the uh, wine drinkers of us that 2014, 2017 were absolutely oh, sensational years for Chardonnay. So to find a uh, now a five-year-old bottle for 18 bucks, I thought can't pass that up. Um, it's a, a tribute to a literary genius called John Shaw Nielsen, who I've never heard of. So well done, John, and we'll. Uh, We'll see how the wine goes. 3.6 on Vivino, so I put no effort in whatsoever, but I reckon I'm still going to win. Although Thomas could be sitting on a 2.4 there. And I reckon my bottle that cost $18, I reckon Thomas has just paid $18 for a beer, so uh, airport prices. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, guys. Safe journey, Thomas. Safe journey, mate. Thanks, boys. Now, before we get into before you get into the positivity, Scott, I just want you to introduce yourself, mate. So tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, then we'll get into why you're the most overly positive person. I, I only had you on this podcast so I wouldn't have to speak because once we get you going, there's a fair chance you won't stop. So um, start with who you are, and I'll see you in an hour and a half. <laughs> no worries. Well, I've been doing, um, my name's Scott Matthews. I've been uh, working in real estate now for coming up to 30 years, so just a short time. Um, always worked in the hills, Borkham Hills, Rouse Hills, sort of my preferred areas, obviously, that I've been working in. And uh, Sorry? Sorry, mate, I just had something stuck in my throat. I said, do you work much in Dural? Uh, so I think you need to talk to Elon Musk about getting that Starlink <laughs> so that your internet works a bit better. Um, yeah, so, you know, the the, um, the real estate's just been something that I absolutely love. It's It's been in my blood for a long time. I'm passionate about it. It's exciting. Um, helping people is just, you know, a fantastic way to live your life. You know, so, um, yeah, it's just it's something that I've always loved doing. What else, mate? You drive, you're a helicopter pilot? Yeah, um, I, I went and did a uh, seminar in 19... Gosh, the first one was in probably 1997 with Anthony Robbins, um, UPW, and then went on to do his Master of University in 2000, uh, sorry, 1999. And one of the things that I decided I wanted to do there when I heard his story about what he was doing was um, I wanted to learn to fly helicopters and, and what he called heli-surfing, which is basically flying very low over the waves up the coast. 
And um, it's actually quite ironic because it's funny how when you think of something and you focus on something, you start to manifest it. And, you know, one of the girls in the group that I was in was actually not only a helicopter pilot, but she was a paraplegic who was the first helicopter pilot to fly solo around Australia in a helicopter. And, um, you know, I got to meet her and was talking to her and, you know, uh, I suppose a, a long story short, when we got back to Sydney, she took me for a flight and in the middle of the flight, she said, could you just hold this for me for a minute? And I was. Hey, you were on. Five minutes later, she said, by the way, you've been flying a helicopter for the last five minutes. What did you think? <laughs> <laughs> and at that yeah, point, I went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how uh, every time I ask someone to hold something for me, I get sued. So that's... <laughs> Don't give him the keys to the car again, Tommy. Seriously. Take him off him. Take him off him. But um, no, ever since that, it's, you know, I decided I wanted to fly helicopters. And, and since 1999, I've had my, uh, my license. Oh, now, when you say you're a real estate agent, you're not just a real estate agent. I don't, we're not here to pump tyres, but I just want people to know who we're speaking with. So on an, on an average year, how much, what would you write in commission? Oh. On an average year, it'd be well over 1-1. One, one. Okay. What's your best year ever? He did $1 million in a quarter. Yeah, I did 1.125 in a quarter. Um, but my best year's probably a little over three. Oh, so $3 million a year or, or and $1.1 million in 12 weeks. Yeah. All right. Now, you've got one eye, and I'm not bagging you. You're, you're limited in your eyesight. So now to the root. No, I'm not. Hey, Thomas, I'm setting up, mate. Who we got on the you podcast? We've got a guy who managed to do one point. That's a good thing. I'm just laughing at the guy helping himself with the red wine. That's all. <laughs> you know you know when kids for so the kids, you, got... so you know when, you, when your parents say to you, if you keep doing that, you'll go blind? Well, that's yeah. what happens when you stop halfway. Yeah, no, he kept asking people to hold it, and now he's blind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you've overcome adversity, is what a little bit. I'm hinting at. So a bloke with one eye writes one point one million dollars in twelve weeks of real estate. I've got two eyes; they don't function very well, but I haven't even come close. So to the reason you're on this podcast, your ability to overcome resilience. And or to ignore it and ignore adversity more to the point. Uh, I haven't known you that long and I don't know you very well. Obviously, Thomas knows you a lot better than me, but in the short time I've known you to see what um, what you've overcome. So let's get into it. The topic is the power of uh, positive thinking. Is it just positive thinking, Scotty? Is it all just woo-wah-hoo-hoo? I've got to bet with Thomas about how many times you're going to mention Tony Robbins, so don't let me down. Um, no, no. Think positive and everything will be okay. Yeah, I wish it was that easy. Well, how easy is it? Let's get into it. Yeah, like I was saying before, um, I alluded to the fact that I was getting thirsty. Um, basically, your positive thinking, in my opinion, just comes down to what you're putting in your mind and, and, and what you teach yourself. I truly believe that positive thinking is a learned uh, trait. It's, it's something that you can actually learn to do. Um, I don't believe that I was born with a positive attitude. 
Um, it's not something that, you know, was just given to me in the street one day. It, it's something that I've learned over time. And it comes down to quite a few things. It comes down to the power of your language, the way that you talk to yourself in your head, the questions that you ask yourself, when you ask them, how you ask them. Um, it comes down to what you put into your brain. I mean, if you focus on negative things all the time, if you focus on the bad things that are going to happen in your life, um, you're going to get more of them. And, you know, I think that realistically it comes down to the power of questions, you know. So, you know, you've heard me say it before in other conversations that we've had and other things that we've done where if something really, really bad happens to me, the first thing that pops into my head, the first question I ask myself is, what's great about this? You know, and a lot of the time, the next thing is nothing. So it's like, okay, well, what could be good about this? What could be great about this? Um, you know, and, and when it comes to life, it's not about having a problem. I don't have problems ever. I have challenges. Why? A challenge is just something to overcome. Whereas a problem... Uh, geez, you know, it's, it's, it's got a connotation attached to it that it's, it's an issue and it maybe can't be resolved. Whereas that's I truly a, believe that everything is just a challenge. That's not a normal way of thinking, Scott. No, again. The majority of the population. So let, if, where, yeah, where, has that come from, where has that come from? And how, where has that come from? Because you've had to use it numerous times. We can get into... Positive thinking, yeah, think positive. Obviously, it's better than thinking negative. We, we're not here to be cliche. Let's let's delve deep into it. Yep. So can we go back a second, Scotty? So you you said you'd been 30 years in real estate. So you started in 92, right? Uh, yes. And you went to your first Anthony Robbins in 97. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, true. So, so, you, so, from, so from, from when you started your first seminar was that sort of the the birth of your sort of new questioning the better questions that you're asking yourself no problems only challenges is that when it started when you went to that seminar um or did you have it pre before that or was it like a switch that was turned on for yourself and that you know that's the way i need to go to move forward no look i remember um like years ago when i first started in real estate um I had a, uh, a friend who gave me a set of tapes, <laughs> just in case people don't realise what they were. They were these little <laughs> things. Anyway, so they were the, the old cassettes. And, um, and I started listening to these cassettes and about halfway through the first cassette, I threw them away and said, this is ridiculous. I don't want to listen to this, you know, loudmouth American dude. He's just doing my head in. Um, and, you know, hey, it was Anthony, you know, it was Robbins. And, and at the end of the day, when my first... In, my first interaction with him was not something that I wanted to, I, I was chasing. It wasn't interesting. It wasn't something that I thought I needed. Um, and it wasn't until years later when I actually went and did one of his courses and that changed. But I think I've always had a desire to learn. Um, when I was at school, I, I, I was challenged to say the least with my education in the sense that if it didn't interest me, I didn't want to know about it. So, you know, give me science, maths, English, yeah, boring stuff. But, you know, I went and did a scuba diving course. And because I really enjoyed scuba diving, I studied the book inside out. And, hey, guess what? It's all about physics. It's all science. It's, you know, but, hey, I love that. So if it interests me, I want to do more of it. 
and I think I've always been a bit of a, a, a sponge, you know, like I could actually pull up five or six books that I always have with me when I travel. So depending on what frame of mind I'm in, I'll grab a book and I'll start reading it. Um, so, you know, it really comes down to what you put in your mind. Okay. Yeah, so Scott, Scott, yeah. It's, Scott, it's very interesting that you said um, when you first heard about Anthony Robbins, you actually rejected him because a, a lot of people are listening right now are thinking, hold on, yeah, it's okay for Scott. He, he's, he was born positive, you know? Is, is it true or, or is it is positive energy something that you can just pick up from today because it's a decision? You know, look, for me, it's I'm at a level where it's a decision. You decide it's in a heartbeat. You can do it. For the average person, I don't know how possible that is. It comes down to what their mindset's at and where their level is. You know, it's taken me a long way in life, it's taken me a lot of life, life lessons, if you will, to get to this stage. But can you do it quicker than I did it? Absolutely. I put up so much resistance in the beginning, it wasn't funny. Well, you know? That's the question, Scotty. Were you a naturally positive person or is this something you've had to grow into? No, absolutely not. You know, like it's not something that you're born with, Cam. It, it, it doesn't just, you know, somebody doesn't just hand your positivity in the street. It's not something that you're born with. You can't go to a seminar and jump up and down a thousand times and go, hey, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds. It just doesn't happen. You know, the weeds are there. And if you don't wake up to yourself, they're going to overtake the garden. But at the same time, there's no point sitting there and going, oh, no, the weeds are going to take over my garden. I can't handle this. What's All you got to do is go, hey, there's weeds in the garden, kneel down, pull the damn things out and get on with life. What was the instigation for the... Sorry. Was there I, got, I probably got handed the same set. I probably got set, I got handed the same set of cassettes, mate. I can probably tell you, it came in one of those plastic fold-out things and it was 12 tapes or six tapes. Or, I can't remember how many. I got handed the same package of... Uh, Cassettes. They didn't come with a free set of steak knives either. I was very disappointed. And how long did it take for you to give them back? <laughs> oh, I was six, mate. So you're a lot older than me. So probably a bit above my pay grade at the time. But what yeah. everything, a lot of the stuff we talk about on this podcast is pain usually instigates change. But what, what was the instigation of change? And it's not your natural curiosity. Your natural curiosity doesn't send you to... Tony Robbins, right? Your natural curiosity might make you pick up, pick up a book or something like that. But what was the turning point for you? You know, I, I don't think that I, I don't think that in the beginning I ever had anything that, was that made it really bad for me. I'll give you an example. You know, when I was six, my parents separated. And, you know, I grew up just with mum. And, you know, mum had a couple of different partners in her life and I pretty much rejected all of them. <laughs> um, you know, the man of the house, as far as I was concerned, didn't need anybody else to be there. Um, so, you know, I had that sort of an upbringing. But there was never anything that really hit me hard that was really devastating that was just that turning point. It was, you know, just I wanted something better. I, I, I didn't want to be like the people in my life at that time. Um, you know, like I, I saw the way that my father was towards my mother and the way that my mother was towards my father, and I'm not blaming either of them. They're both beautiful people and I love them both dearly. Um, but, you know, they, they were doing what they were doing and 
I was just saying, hey, in my head, I suppose this is not what I want for my life. You know, I've been together with my wife for 15 years now and, mate, I couldn't be happier if I wanted to, but there's no way to be happier. You know, we're both uh, extremely happy. That's the sort of relationship that I wanted. Um, but you know what? That's not easy. It's not just given to you. You've got to work damn hard at it so that it is next level. You know, it's, it's, it's one of these things that you can't just expect it all to fall into place. You have to work at it. So how... Yeah, but how powerful is how powerful is positive thinking? Let's let's have a discussion about how powerful it actually is. Can it cure can can it cure cancer? I believe it can. You know, people might disagree with me. Isn't that just some fucking rah rah woo woo shit, mate? Cancer's cancer. Yep, I get it. But here's the thing, right? You can turn around and, you know, the good thing about an opinion is it's just like a backside. Everybody's got one. <laughs> no, mate, we're all, here to have, we're all here to have an opinion. I'm not judging you because of it. I'm just saying cancer's cancer, mate. I know that. Cancer is cancer. But no. let me ask you, riddle me this. Scott, Scott, is... Scott, Scott. Wait. Yep. In, in regards to opinion, uh, if it is backside, uh, Cam's got two. <laughs> 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 And I shoot out of both of them. <laughs> but, you know, look, I mean, at, <laughs> at the end of the hey, day... Stop, make it, stop making me laugh, guys, because people are looking at it. They go, what is this dude doing? Yeah. I'll, put a, I'll put a call into the customs, mate. You're only going to be in shit in about five minutes, don't I? <laughs> They're all going to the bar ordering your drink, Thomas. I want what he's got. I told him, I told him your card number, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Bald-headed Asian bloke in the black cardigan. No, seriously, because it, this is what I, I started with a sarcastic comment about uh, with positive thinking, you can do anything. Some people actually fucking think that. I reckon Matthews is one of them. I reckon he thinks a positive mindset will just change everything. And I reckon you're fair. So, Cam, riddle me this. Why is it that somebody can be told that they have a terminal illness and they've got three months to live, and they're dead in three months. When other people will be told they've got cancer or a terminal illness, they've got three months to live, and six years later, they're still there. Why? Because I think I think doctors are like weathermen, mate. Very they rarely right. Okay. And occasionally, you're going to get wet. Well, you know, look, my 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 truly belief my true belief in that is that you know, laughter is a wonderful thing. It's probably better than positive thinking. Oh, because one positive thing, the laughter can if, if, if you go back to um, one of those movies, I can't remember which one it was, but there was something about a, a young girl and she turned around and she said, oh, no, it definitely wasn't uh, such and such that killed the person. How do you know? Well, happy people don't murder people because a happy person... We're not even talking about, talk about the power of laughter. Yeah. We're not talking about the power of laughter. I believe laughter is the greatest medicine on the planet. That's not the podcast. Absolutely. You said so, positivity, a positive attitude, or the power of positivity can cure cancer. So, the power of positive thinking or the power of um, uh, laughter, either one. No, it's, it's not laughter. Hey, 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 hey. We're not here to discuss the power of laughter. The power of positivity. I said, let's have a discussion about how powerful positivity actually is. Obviously, it's better than negativity, right? We get that. But how powerful is it? 
I think it's extremely powerful, but you let, let ask you this. How many positive people do you know that sit down and cry in the corner? They don't. They like to laugh. So the two go hand in hand. They don't. Danala, talk some sense, mate. How powerful is positivity? No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm on the other side of that fence, mate. I'm, I'm with uh, Scotty on this one, mate. Um, and until you can prove otherwise, either side, I don't think you're, mate, your argument's going to be won. Tell us a story. I know, I know you've got a story of uh, a, a beautiful um, team member that you've got. She came into your office one day with some pretty bad news. And I, I love the spin that you put on her. You took her like, you, I know the story, but I don't want to ruin it. Just, just share it with us. Share it with us. I love her dearly. And if she's listening, I'm sure she knows it. Um, she's a legend, legend. She came into the office one day and she said, Scott, I've got some bad news I need to tell you. And I'm You thought she was going to resign, right? You I thought, thought she was going to resign. Absolutely. I thought, you shit yeah, yourself good. because you thought my number one man's gone, going, right? Oh, I let him tell the story. Oh, shut up, Kim. You asked him to tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she walks in and she tells me, I've got some bad news to tell you. And I'm... You know, my heart sunk, I tell you now. it's My heart sunk. And uh, I seriously thought she was going to resign. And um, we go into the office, we sit down, and she says, well, I've just, uh, I've just got a positive result. I've got breast cancer. And I think, it, I think it was my reaction because I stood up, I walked over and I said, congratulations, and I gave her a hug. And she looked at me as though I was on drugs, like her, her, her whole facial expression just changed. She's like, did you hear what I said? I've just been diagnosed with breast cancer. And I said, that is absolutely fantastic. Congratulations. And I gave her another hug. She goes, what do you mean? I said, well, how good is it that they found it now and they didn't find it on your autopsy? Hmm. And she looked at me and she just said, wow. Now, to this day, Cam, she still thinks, she still tells me that that helped her get through what she had to get through in the next two years. She did went through it the, for two years. Did it cure the cancer or was that the chemo? That's how many years ago was it that's gone now? Oh, look, we're, go, we're going back about, I don't 11, know. 11, 12 years ago, was it? Yeah, yeah. She's been with me 15 years. We're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's more than two years, right? Because the way you said two years, people yeah. might think it's only two years. Boys, one of the reasons I said I needed people to really listen and, and learn from Scott. Have a look. He said something earlier about the, what's good about this. And a lot of people go, yeah, what's good about this? No, you don't understand. I'm, we're going to do a test, okay? The three of us, we're going to bombard Scott. The three of us are going to bombard Scott with something negative and have a look at how fast he does the what's good about this and he spins it, okay? All right, Scott, I'm having a bad, a bad month right now at work. Yep. Right, man, I'm thinking of quitting. Okay. So, Thomas, what's great about this? What's great about uh, the fact that you're having a bad month? <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing great about having a bad month. Okay. Well, what could be great about having a bad month? What do you mean, what could be great? I mean, there's nothing great, I and mean, then there's nothing that could be great. Okay. Well, let's look at it from another point of view. The lowest deb is always the turn of the tide, isn't it? The, I'm sorry. The lowest <laughs> ebb is the turn right. of the tide. And that's too much English for me. 
But what I'm saying is that, mate, if you've hit rock bottom, there's only one way, and that's up. You can't go down more. So you're having a bad month. That's great. So what can you learn from your bad month? What did you do right? What did you do wrong? What can you learn from that month? What lessons can you learn not to do again so that if you realise and you can identify what things caused you to have a bad month, we know what to avoid in the future. Because we don't want a real estate career that goes up and down and up and down and up and down. What we want to try and do is find consistency in your career. So to find that consistency, we've got to find out what doesn't work and do the opposite. Would you agree? Yep. All right, that's, that's it. I hear what you're place. saying, Scott, about once you hit rock bottom, but I, I live in a basement in Maripool and I actually can't go up because if I do... Another Russian missile is going to take out me and my whole family. So, um, yeah, you talk about losing money. I'll tell you about a real bad month. Look, uh, that's that's a really sad situation. You know, um, on a side note, I cannot believe that in this day and age, we've got that sort of stuff going on in the world. Stop um, stalling and come up with something positive. Cure cancer it, for uh, Yeah, no, unbelievable. You know what is great about it? I can tell you now, it's a really hard one. But I truly believe that what's great about that is that at some point, that person will be removed and life will go on and it'll be better for those people over there. Without their family, friends, a job or anywhere to live. You know what, Cam, let's look at this. How many wars have there been in the world over the years? How many people have died? And because of the amount of men and women that have died, that has actually culled the population. So you know what? What's great about it? At the end of the day, mate, if no wars ever took place, the worth would probably be overcrowded about 100 years ago. Oh. Vanilla. I'm telling you, it's good. This is why I wanted us to test that, right? Come on, Dinola. <laughs> Kill him, will you? Dinola, uh, find out whether it's better than you would. You've got to help me out here, mate. In, in four weeks, I've got to go to the ballots and tick a box, and I've got two choices, <laughs> dumb one or dumb two. And I just really don't know which one to pick, mate. It's just... I've got no... It's just, it's just a shit choice. So there's only two people on that ballot paper, is there? There's only the two... Well, uh, eventually... Eventually, one of those two will get the vote either way I go. They all funnel somewhere, right? So even the guy that's got a policy doesn't know how he's going to get there. So I've got dumb and dumber and dumbest. So, Well, let me tell you this, right? A few years ago, they had an election in the US and they put up two candidates, which I honestly thought if they're the two smartest people in the US, that country has a serious problem. Yet... The one that everybody thought was going to lose hands down for sure ended up winning that election. So that doesn't help me. anything could happen. Doesn't help him at all. Doesn't so, help me. Then vote for Clive Palmer. I don't know. Listen, this week I spoke to someone who said to me, Oh man, I um I don't know, it, you know, I, I don't know whether I uh, would invest more money in, uh, into an ad looking for recruits. And, and all I was thinking of while I was driving and talking to that person is, it was Scott. And I was thinking, hold on, what, 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 what is it that he said? Because the last meeting, I, I, I couldn't believe what he did to me. And he said, uh, so I said to the guy, all right, 
how, how much have you spent on um, looking for a, uh, a house? Right, and uh, what is it? And he said, uh, well, I, I said, what do you mean? I said, uh, how much letterbox drop have you been doing looking for a house uh, where people want to sell? And he said, uh, I, I paraphrase, probably about five grand. And I said, okay, or well, how, much, how much have you spent on looking for a recruit, a salesperson? And he said, uh, probably 1,500. I said, all right, so, but if you found a, a person who said, I'm going to sell, that $5,000 is going to get you what, 30,000? He said, yeah. But if you found, if you spend that, that 1,500 and you found that one person that gets you what, uh, probably 250,000, $300,000 a year minimum, well, I said, okay, right now, at this point in time, I'd rather spend and invest my money into the recruit. And that person just had a shift. And, and I think that this is the, the real thing that I wanted to, Scott to give you guys. He doesn't give a shit about election, right? The elections, he knows his voice, one vote. The whole of Australia, he, he's, he doesn't have the time to really try to control what is not controllable. But, but if you can go back, if you can go back to his one line, well, his one line is what's good about this is that the minute that I heard the other person saying to me, oh man, I don't know, I spent already $1,500. I went, what's good about this? And because I asked myself that question the way that Scott has been putting in my head, immediately I came back up with the line. And, and this is the thing, I defy the two of you because the two of you have come up with crap like Ukraine and crap like elections. And right now, yeah, it's, to me, I'm the only serious guy in the, in the house. But what about our salespeople who are listening or our, our people who are in our staff? How can, how can they just use that same line? What's good about this? Because you see how fast he does it about the career. All right, so uh, I, I'll start with another one. Uh, Scott, it's um, halfway into my career and uh, what is halfway into the quarter and I'm thinking of, of, of quitting. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start the next quarter. I, I think I'm going to take it easy, learn a few things and train so that my next quarter can start. What would you say? Sorry, just going back to what you're saying, you're thinking about quitting but what are you yeah. looking at? No, 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 I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not quitting. I'm not quitting. The, the, the quarter is halfway into the quarter. I'm, I'm not getting there. I can see I'm not getting there. So I'm thinking maybe I just relax, uh, take my foot off and prepare the next quarter. Right. Okay. So, Thomas, if you take your foot, if you take your foot off, the, um, off the pedal now, how's that going to help you set up the next quarter? Well, if I, if, if I take my food now, I can put all my focus into setting up the next quarter. Okay. And yes, I can think about it. I can plan it. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I, I get that. And I understand where you're coming from. And I understand that if you back it off, you, you're not worried about this quarter because you know you're not going to hit base, but you've got next quarter to go. Okay. So what are the consequences of you doing that? Well, this quarter is zero. Yeah. Okay. But what are the consequences of you backing off this quarter now? What are the, what, what are they going to be your consequences? <laughs> it's good. He got me. Well, I'm not really setting up the next quarter. Exactly right. So if you back off now and you're going to set up the next quarter, what are you going to do? Sit there and plan for the week? Or would you be better off going out and getting six new listings ready for the next quarter? So what's get, the, get them ready. The answer, obviously the answers are there, but... We're also working in industry and we're working with people who don't have someone there to answer that question for them. So what 
Yeah, I know Ukraine was a stretch. I just wanted to make sure you couldn't solve everything with positive thinking. And Thomas still hasn't told us how powerful positive thinking actually is because he doesn't want to answer. He knows I'm right. You can't cure cancer just by thinking about it. Um, <laughs> no, probably not. not, not I don't know about that, mate. I'll tell you. Thomas yeah, no, no. No, Sorry. Scott, I'm not asking you. I'm asking the other two plebs who sat there and didn't answer the question. No, I no, no, I, I, agree, I agree with you. The day you have cancer, I probably remind you of this podcast because I'd say to you, I don't think that you can be killed. Mate, let me say this. The day, <laughs> the day anybody's diagnosed with cancer, I'll be sitting on your doorstep teaching you all about positive thinking uh, personally. However, all right, no, hang on. So the question is, because it, it, it's very... It's very, very important. It's not just for salespeople, but it's for leaders. But leaders by now, especially in our network, if they haven't learned how to help themselves, um, a lot of them won't. So for the salesperson who doesn't have the leader to ask those questions that you just asked, Scott, I mean, you you fell in a hole and your response to that hole was to write $1.125 million in a quarter. What What question did you ask yourself to start that, to start the... You didn't know it was going to end in 1.125, but what was the question that stopped you having the rest of the quarter off? Okay. So, so, okay. So to answer that question and to come down to the nitty gritty of it, I said at the beginning there that it comes down to what you put into your mind and what you, the questions that you ask yourself. All right. So one of the questions I ask myself, and, and it comes down to powerful questions, right? Like, let me give you an example, Cam. If you've got a situation in the office, like I've got a whole lot of debt in the business and I want to clear it, or, you know, I'm not writing the figures that I should be writing and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing the level which I believe that I should be doing, right? So you, you've got these. Now, what you can do is you ask yourself questions, but it depends on the question that you ask yourself. Let's say you ask yourself negative questions. Why does this always happen to me? Your brain is the most powerful computer on earth. It's going to give you an answer because you're a freaking smuck and you deserve that shit. <laughs> but if you answer, the answer people get, the answer people get is, oh, it's my boss's fault or it's the other person in the office's fault or it's the, the system's not working or the, the software's not good enough. It's, Absolutely. It's, All the never bullshit. Never on a schmuck. Yep. So ask yourself a powerful question. What do I have to do now to get the result I want? How can I, with all my unlimited resources, come up with a solution to write the figures I need to be writing today? Now, oh, if you ask yourself, you will eventually get the answer. The markets turn and they're <clears throat> going to drop by 10% at least. Yep. Nothing selling. Yep. The market's coming to an end. Everything's going to drop 20% in the next 12 months. What have I got to do now to get what I want? Mate, Cam, what's great about the market turning? What's about great about the market dropping 20%? I know all the answers, mate, but I'm not... What are they? No, 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 no. no. You, you, you answer him, Cam. You, you, you're the recruit. You're the salesperson. You tell me. What's great about the market dropping 20%, Cam? No, Nothing. No one's going to want to sell their house now. They've missed the boat. Okay. If the market drops 20%, it's probably because interest rates are starting to go up. There's going to be a lot of people that can't afford their mortgage. Now, being in real estate for 30 years, Cam, I can tell you I've seen a downturn in the market. And I've had situations where I'm selling a house and the owner says to me, I can't sell for 1.2. Scott, I owe 1.3 million to the bank. 
Yeah, that's great for you, mate. 30 years. I've only been six months. And in my six months, all anyone did was throw offers at us. Absolutely. So now the market's changing. You've got to look at what can you change or how can you change to adapt to that market, Cam? Oh, but the media and my boss, my boss, he, he doesn't care anymore. I mean, we're not even training. Okay. So if you're going to expect your boss to do all the training for you, you're going to start to fail very quickly. If you are prepared to go out and start reading books and start listening to tapes and podcasts and you're prepared to train yourself, then you'll take a step above your boss. So which would you prefer to do? What Slip book tells me how to sell everybody a, else? What book tells me how to sell an acreage in 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 uh, Kangiangi, mate? There's no book on that. Yes, no uh, book a book about a book in sales in Kangiangi. You need to go back to the library and look for it because it's there. It, no, 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 Cam, Cam, Cameron Wilson. I'm answering your question. It's called Selling in Kangiangi by Cameron Wilson. Mm. I was asking the positive guy, not the, the negative guy. Well, I'm getting confused. <laughs> Although I'm getting confused by the haircuts. They've both got as much glare coming no. out of each other. But. No, because I, I'm, I'm listening and, and, and straight away I'm hitting myself. What's good about this? I'm going, well, if it doesn't exist, I, I will write the book. And I, I learned that from Scott many, many times. He goes, so do we, if, it, so if, if, it, if it's there, I can do it. If it's not there, I can create it. And this is the thing. Am I going to sit here and be a victim of things or am I going to be the creator of not only opportunities for me or turn the challenges into something that I can do something about it, which is the same thing I've said to some people a few times. So they, what's, more they are, we, we... what's more powerful then? Because asking that question is an action. Doing something about your predicament is an action. Sitting in a chair and saying everything's going to be okay, that changes nothing. So is okay. it the positive thinking that's powerful or the action that's powerful? Okay, so okay. what he's asking is that between the between their thoughts and, and taking the action, how, how can you help the people? Okay. Cam, before you take any action, what do you do? What is thinking? It's just the ability to ask and answer questions. And right now you're asking yourself a question, is he right or is he wrong? Is this true? Is this not true? It's just the power of asking questions. So realistically, positive thinking is only ever going to come back to the core of asking and answering questions. That's really what it is. So it's positive thinking, absolutely nothing and not worth the paper it's written on without action. Yeah, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, you can sit there and positive think all your life, but that doesn't mean anything. The thing is, you have to take action on any thought you have. So positive thinking is not that powerful. It's the action that's powerful. For, for powerful. But that's the start somewhere. But it's the positive thinking that creates the action. Because if you don't think about it, if you don't ask the question, if you don't make the decision, you're not going to do anything anyway. So... I suppose what you're saying is, can I sit in the lounge room, watch TV and just think positively and have the whole world evolve around me? No, it's not going to happen. It doesn't matter well, what Tony you Robin do. Robin has some pretty good breathing exercises. I'm sure. No, no, I think to, to, answer, to answer Scott's question um, in a different way, you can have the best fuel in the car, you can have the best engine, you still have to, you still need that start button to be pressed. 
Absolutely. So that, that thought is a start. Absolutely. Thomas, you need everything. If you're talking about your Formula One racing car, you can't have a Formula One racing car that drives without petrol. You can't drive without a spark plug. You can't drive it without oil in the engine. So it's not one thing. Nothing in this world is one thing and one thing only. Positive thinking God, is uh, a process. Can I ask you this, mate? I know that you um, had an incident with a ladder and a roof and some liquid substance and your foot didn't end up the best, right? And I know previous to that, even now, you, you're a very active guy. Um, you're very fit. You know, I mean, you were doing Tough Mother Trucker or something. And, um, Martin Races, Tough Mother, yep. Right. And you, you, you broke your foot and you put on a few kilos. And it's probably the only time, for the, the time I've known you, the only time that I've seen you a little bit, a little bit not Scott, a little bit down, a little bit challenged with your energy and so forth. Is that time that your foot had been, I think, probably a good 12 months that you were struggling with, right? Did you find it hard that that inability to be active physically was directly linked to being positive? Okay, so just so that people know what happened, um, my, we were having drinks at a friend's house across the road and my lovely daughter came and told me that um, she'd locked the keys in the house. So me and my wisdom thought, oh, it's okay, there's a ladder there. I'll put the ladder up and I'll climb up the roof and I'll go through the window. Got to the top positive of the ladder. Thinking, You're positive you can get in. Positive I can get in. That's it, positive thinking. Put one foot on a tin roof and realised that I was in RM Williams boots and it's not a good idea. So I decided to get off the roof, turned around and the ladder slipped out from under me and went down to the ground. I jumped off the roof. But the problem is, is I actually landed on one of the runs on the ladder and my heel popped in five spots, broke my heel in five spots. Extremely painful. But, yeah, it took a bit of time to, um, to repair <laughs> more, more than normal. Um, okay. So three years later, I'm struggling to walk sometimes. Okay, so listen, Scott, well, I'm very sorry for you because we, we are here, the three of us, to hammer you today, okay? So are you saying that sometimes there are times when positive thinking is dangerous? Listen, watch him do his work. Watch him do the work, boys. Watch him do the work. Personally, no. I wasn't thinking positively <laughs> when that happened. I was just thinking realistically. Windows open. I'll get up there and get the keys. Overly optimistic, you pissed. Because TL, we've been telepathizing each other. Because my next quote after, so we've already realised it's not about positive thinking. It's about the action that you take after you have a positive thought. And then my next question was going to be: Is too much positivity dangerous? And I sure as shit reckon yes. Well, I sure as shit reckon no. And here's the thing that the I'm Titanic's at the bottom of the ocean and the captain's still going, should be right, mate. Should be right, mate. Should be right. <laughs> Your ship's already sunk, mate. You're already What's good dead. About, that's right. That's right, Cam. What's good about this? We no nobody on the, this planet has ever touched the ground. So <laughs> we so we got for it. Cam, there's a fine line probably sometimes between positive thinking and stupidity thinking. And if you're going to stay on the boat, to me, that's a little bit like the story that they talk about the Bible. There's a guy who jumps overboard and on the side of the boat and 
you know, God comes along and says, uh, here's a helicopter. And he goes, no, no, it's okay. The Lord will save me. And then the next one, that boat comes along. He says, jump in, mate. And he goes, no, no, it's okay. The Lord will save me. And the next one is a, a big ship comes past. And he goes, no, 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 it's okay. The Lord will save me. And then the guy drowns and he's up at the pearly gates. And he goes, what happened? And the God says, are you kidding me? I sent you a boat, a ship, a plane. You know, what else do you want me to do? So there's a difference between positive thinking and stupidity thinking. And sometimes there's a bit of a fine line there, mate. Isn't religion the perfect example of positive thinking being dangerous? I don't know. Tell me how. We're going to, well, because we're going to believe in a book or Ten Commandments that were set 300 years ago or all these parables, or everything that people do for religion. Look at everything that goes on in the world at the moment, how much of it was caused by religion. And, and you're, to your point, uh, the Lord will save me or the Lord caused this or the Lord that. Is there a more better example for my argument that positive thinking is dangerous or blind blind positive thinking we can't actually, actually now that we think about because religion is the cause of all evil in the world at the moment so positive thinking has caused everything that's wrong in the world at the moment i've joined the dots i have joined the dots ladies and gentlemen i just worked out at Scott doing the work i just did the work mate Religion is a perfect example of why too much positivity is dangerous. I watched a video on TikTok the other day of a, a trust circle at a church and across the stage it said hope and then she fell backwards off the church and two blokes dropped her and she fell on her head. <laughs> she hopes the surgeon positive. is really good. Too much so, positivity, never a good thing. So I think, I think religion and positivity are two different things. I mean, a, a religious person can be positive and a non-religious person can be positive. Uh, a person, whether you believe in, um, you know, I don't believe the Lord's going to save you. Catholicism, Buddhism, doesn't matter what you believe in, you can still be positive or you can be negative. I, I think they're two different things altogether, right? And you know, I don't think this podcast is about religion. Um, well, you know, to be quite honest with you, but at, at the end of the day, it doesn't don't matter. You tell me what this podcast is about. I'm the boss. It's not a religious thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> listen to him, Scott. So come back to my initial question, mate. So did you find it hard when you weren't physically active to be still as positive as you are? No, because when I fell off the roof, and I'm telling you now, I was laying on the ground in absolute agony. I was... Well, what's good about this? More pain than I have had for a long time. How and I quickly picked up my bed? phone and I text my wife to, and I just basically said, help. And she came running over with the guys from where we were having drinks. But yeah, while I'm laying there, Cam, I said, what's good about this? You're an idiot. And you know what the first thing <laughs> in my mind? At least I'm now going to have some good quality time with my family. because I'm calling gonna bullshit. That is, that is not what you thought while you were lying on the ground. Not a chance in hell. I'm calling bullshit. As the Lord is my saviour and my uh, <laughs> watcher. You are full of shit. The Lord's no not saving you. Cam, Cam. There's no way you've just jumped off a roof and thought, what's good about this? You're do, you want to, do you want to have and a bet on that? Hey? Do you want to have a bet on that? What One are you worth? Million percent. I'm worth fuck all. But you know what's good about that? I can't lose bets to jokers like you. That's what's good about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you now, mate. That but, was at least he's learning. Time. 
my mind. <laughs> Mate, I love the what's good about that question, but that doesn't fix your life. Can, because if can, let me you're you. in a hole, hey, 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 you're in the hole, you asked yourself the what's good about that question. If you yep. didn't start digging your way out, you were still stuck in that fucking hole. So the positive thinking or the question that you asked yourself, yes, maybe it started the process, but the action and the action it takes to write one point, I know in your area, you get 600,000 a sale. So the action it takes to make two sales in a month is, is you know. <laughs> Cam, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be helping people here, right? But Okay, I get it. it. I'm going to tell you a story. Years ago, before I started real estate, all right, we're talking more than 30 years ago, my father was a plumber and I'm working as a plumber. But I also got offered a job in a hotel to become a night auditor. So I'm working in the night auditor's job as well as my dad because I didn't want to let my dad down by quitting the job. So I'm working two full-time jobs. One was in Katoomba. My dad lived at Ebenezer down on the Hawkesbury River. So I'm driving my car down to dad's place because I had to start work at six o'clock in the morning. And at that stage, I had an old HQ that was beautifully uh, restored, nicely all done, everything. But I decided to sell it and I was doing a little bit of work on it and I found a whole heap of rust in the back tray of this ute. And I kid you not, at that point, I thought to myself, how can I sell this to somebody else knowing that there is so much rust in the back of this shoe? And it was playing on my mind for about a week. Anyway, I'm about a kilometre from my dad's place. I'm on my way home, going around a left-hand bend. I'm exhausted. I fell asleep at the wheel. The car slipped out. I had 12 slotter wheels on the car. As it slipped out, the back wheel dropped into a pothole, flipped the car. It rolled three times. I snapped a tree off about 12 foot in the air as it flipped. There was a guy working on a telegraph pole about, I don't know, 100 metres down the road, come running up to see if I was okay. Mate, as I have flipped the car and I'm rolling it, going through the air, my mind's thinking, Seriously, true story. What's good about this? And I thought to Fuck myself, off. yeah. At the end fine. of the day, at least now, <laughs> I do not have to sell the car. <laughs> You're a freak, Matthews. You're a freak. He's full of shit. That's what he is. This is how people end up selling twelve-volume cassette tapes to lonely housewives <laughs> who need to vacuum the floor. What's good about this, you? Hey, Cam, whether you believe it or whether you don't believe it, it's not going to change me. And, 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 I'm, and I'm totally cool with your decision, right? It doesn't bother me either way. But I'm telling you, it's the way I've trained my brain. And it works for me. I mean, let me give you an example. Thomas, this is, this is something I can give you as another example. A tree fell on Thomas. He wasn't thinking what's good about this. He was thinking, Thomas and fuck Thomas the environment, global warming can go fuck itself. We've always had a lot of conversations. And one day, the one thing I love about Thomas the most is that he actually calls it how it is. He doesn't bullshit to me. And if it's bad, it's bad. And he tells me so. So he rings me up one day and we're having a conversation on the phone and he absolutely rips into me. He lets me have it. Absolutely lets me have it. And I am honestly, mate, my blood's boiling. Absolutely boiling. 
And I'm like, you prick, you know, like I was really in my head, wanted to put my hands around his throat. And I hung up the phone. He's got a thick neck and you've got small hands. It wasn't going to work. That's okay. And you know what? Thomas, what do you reckon? Three minutes later, two minutes later, I rang him back and I said, thanks very much. I really appreciate that. The first thing Thomas said to me is, mate, how the hell did you do that? And I said, do what? And he said, how did you change your state so quickly? And I said, I hung up the phone. I said, what's great about this? And the answer was that I knew that Thomas cared about me. I knew that Thomas was coming from a place of positiveness. I knew that the love was there. And I thought, you know what? He's just being a true friend. Not a bullshit who agrees with everything that I'm saying. He was being a true friend. And I thought that means that I was wrong and I have to ring him up and say thank you. That's a much more believable story than I was going through the air, going through trees, thinking what's good about this, all right? I've been on the end of a Thomas spray before and all I thought was, fuck you. So um, you've done... Which, which is which is which is and good then for you. four days later i'll ring him back and go fuck you so so, so, so let me you tell still, you you still spell 700 bucks on wine though yeah i know but one definition of insanity cam and you can do this if you like mate is to keep Go doing the, the same thing over and over again and expect a different result so mate if you like what you're doing if you're happy with being negative and not being positive dude keep doing hey. it hey 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 we're here to explore the power. I'm not a negative guy. Positive thinking has enacted okay, a lot but, of action, a lot of action but, in my life. But I don't want people listening to this or sharing this and going, "All I've got to do is say what's good about this, and the whole world's going yeah, to be fine." Sit in the closet, going up, up in the lotus position. Yeah, absolutely. All right. If I walk into work tomorrow and all my staff are lying on the floor going, "What's good about this?" I'm going to throw shit at them. Because right. all you need to do to change your life is go to work. We should do a podcast. What's the power of going to work? I'm only talking about positive thinking from the point of a negative thought or a negative incident or a negative the action. You've still got to take the action, Scott. Doesn't matter what you do, Cam. It comes down to that action, right, mate? Luck. People say it's luck. No, there's no such thing as luck. Oh, yeah, there is. I'll tell you, mate, there is a such thing as luck. You know what it is? Labour under correct knowledge. The harder you work, the luckier you're going to get. That's luck. I, <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. The ability, to, the ability to train yourself for your immediate thought to be a positive one after adversity is a massive advantage over anyone Labor. else. Massive advantage over anyone in life, and I don't disagree with that at all. But the worst—I still reckon—the worst thing anyone can do is go to a Tony Robbins for three days and think they got their life sorted now because they walked across some hot coals. Yep. So and and look, that's not going to work for everybody. Maybe it will work for some people. Maybe it, it won't work for anybody. Just going there for three days won't work for anybody because it's the work you do afterwards. How many Absolutely. three days? How many three-day seminars do we do with our travelling friend over there and then people walk out of it and haven't changed the fucking bit? Yep, absolutely. I totally uh, agree. The world is still upside down for them or the world changes for two days and then the world goes... Good question. Good question. So how do they change? 
They take action based on the positive. No, no, I'm, I get it. I get it. So, don't ask me. I don't know. I'm just a drunk. No, I'm asking you. So, so how do they change it? Look, Thomas. They take, they, they take action. The, the key to any learning, so it takes a positive thought, and I'm playing devil's advocate, right? But to give up the whole game, of course, positivity is powerful because without starting from a positive place, nothing changes, right? You have to at least start there. But the very next thing that has to come is action. The very next thing that has to come. And one thing I used to be very good at, I've gotten worse at it, but now I'm getting back into it. Is the minute I learn something, I go and put it into practice. And the reason we go and do three-day courses with our learned friend over there and come back and nothing has changed is because nothing has changed. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Going yep. and hearing the words for three days means fuck all. Going and burning your feet for three days and doing fuck all is just stupid, right? If at least if I'm going to burn my feet, at least if I'm going to pay if I'm going to pay ten thousand dollars and burn my feet, I'm going to make it worthwhile, right? I'm at least going to try something. And and you're going to pay ten thousand dollars and burn your feet. You're going to the wrong seminar. No, I'm making a I'm, picture, right? Don't ruin it. I'm already middle. getting two hundred. So who the who's the boss who's got copying the, the nine thousand eight hundred not doing shit because I'm only getting two hundred. I may do. <laughs> The reason yeah. nothing changes is because nothing changed. Why, do, why does nothing change? I've seen it again. I've seen it again from this kickstart. I sat down at this kickstart and I said, we are not having the same conversations at next kickstart. I've had the same conversations for three years. They will not happen again. I guarantee you next kickstart the same. Why? Why do we go to seminars? Why do other leaders go to seminars? You talk about that then for a moment. Why does everybody go to a seminar and nothing changes year in and year out? Why? Because What's we keep telling people all you got to do is think positive and no one no, tells not, you you're actually going to act on it. Nothing to do with that. It is. Nothing. That was good. I feel really good. Oh, this is what we're going to do this year. And then they just do. And uh, what? Mate, I'll tell you what. You talk about positive thinking. There's no point positive thinking without action. But more important than action is discipline. No, act for discipline. Action's more important than discipline, mate. If you go and do the action, and then a week later you don't do the action, and you don't have the discipline to do the action consistently, there's no point doing the action. If you yeah, do a letterbox, you know, here's, where you, here's where we make it too hard. Another to one in stuff. March, and you do another one in December, mate. What's the point? You got to have here's the discipline. Where we make it, here's where we make it too hard for people because if you sit yourself down or me down before we'd learned anything and, and all we want to do, the best change someone could start in their life is probably to start thinking positively, right? That's that's probably a start. And then the next step is action. If you go, well, there's no point thinking positively and doing action unless you're disciplined, unless you're consistent, unless you're this, unless you're that, you've all of a sudden put it in the too hard basket. And you want to know why we do a three-day seminar and nothing happens is because everything we learn that people put in the too hard basket Instead of just going, well, I think is oh, let me ask you this: is undisciplined is undisciplined action better than no action at all? No, right. I don't believe so. Right. So and nothing happens. So nothing at all happens without action. So you've got to start with the action. Yep. 
if you can be disciplined at the same time, perfect. And by virtue of being disciplined, you're going to be consistent. But if you say to someone consistent and never ending action or, or even uh, canny, right? It'll scare the shit out of people. Consistent, never ending improvement. That'll scare the shit out of people because consistent and never ending, fuck me, that sounds like hard work, right? So just take action. Take action, bear the fruit of that action, and then maybe just maybe you'll fall in love with winning because having a positive thought and taking action on the positive thought, you will win, and then hopefully you can fall in love with winning. Listen, I think yeah. positive, I think positive a lot of the time, Scotty, but I'm not disciplined, mate. I'm not. Cam, can I ask you a question? You are disciplined. First of all, Scott, I stop you, okay, because he's talking about Kenny before we move on. I understand Kenny is about constant and never-ending improvement, but here it is. Look, let's look at life. It's constant breathing and never-ending breathing. And you telling me you're not disciplined since the day you were born. You've been very disciplined at breathing all the time. I'm very disciplined at this. I'll, I'll never miss. <laughs> can, can, can I ask a question, mate, please? What yeah. did you do before you did real estate? And by the way, everybody, I know exactly what Cam used to do. What did you do before you did real estate? I owned a gym. Careful, it's a trap. Oh, so you owned a gym. Now, back then, were you fit? Yes. I know you were. When you were fit, what caused you to be fit? Was it uh, discipline? Yes. I rest my case. No, there was no case. The point is you have to have action first, mate. The problem is you've just... Discipline like, is the like, so now People are listening to this and they go, right, got to be positive. Right, positive. From now on, I'm thinking positive. And then someone's lumped on action. Fuck. Righto, now I've got to be positive and I've got to take action. All right, I can do that. Positive thought, act on it. Fuck, now someone's added discipline on top. Shit, right, I've got to think positive, I've got to take action, I've got to be disciplined. Right, now not only is that good enough, shit, now someone else has said constant action. All right, so from today on, I'm going to think positive, I'm going to take action on it, I'm going to be disciplined and all of that's going to be constant. All of a sudden, we've gone from open the Lego package to build or open the puzzle to do a 5,000-piece puzzle. Mate, you've you've overcomplicated a simple process. Hang on, hang on, guys. Hang on, you've overcomplicated a simple process. We're always thinking. And if we're always thinking negative and we catch ourselves and turn it to positive, then we can't help but take action on that. It's yep. no discipline is needed because we're always yeah. fucking thinking, mate. Yeah, no, no, go, hang on, Chris, hang on. Chris. I've got it. Cam, here's Chris, the thing. Yeah, I haven't been the most positive or the most disciplined bloke in your life. Yes, no, I haven't. Right. No, right. I haven't. I'm not attacking you. Know I'm, not attacking you. I'm not attacking you. Are, you you are attacking him. No, I'm not. If I come to oh, you. No, no, it's not. No, listen, it's not. if I come to you yeah, with a menu, if I come to you with a restaurant menu that's got five meals on it, two entrees, three mains and a dessert, you're probably going to be able to make a decision, yeah? If yeah, I come to you, if I come to you with a 10-page menu that's got 105 meals on it, I'm going to struggle to find something to eat, aren't I? You might, but I won't. You are a guy that on... You are a guy that... Yeah, you've got it all wrong. You've got no, it. I haven't got it all wrong, mate. Don't, fucking make it too, don't make it too hard for people. 
Cam, oh, it's not hard. You're making it hard. Find the good, act on it. End of story. Yes. Cam, do you want me to make Find it good? Act on it. End of story. Yes. <laughs> simple for you, Cam. Hang on one second, guys. Hang no, on you've got to be disciplined and you got to do this. And if I don't do this... No, no, no I Cam, do let me explain. Don't if do this. I don't I can do explain this. it. Now, do you remember when you drove a car for the first time in your oh, life? I'm the good one, mate. I didn't I, flip it. I got to change the gear. I got to use the blinker. I got to use the accelerator. Then I got to quickly use the clutch. Then I got to use the steering wheel. Then I got to look over this shoulder and check on the left hand revision mirror. Now I got to look on the right hand revision mirror. All of this stuff doing. Now it's called driving a car and you do it simple. Not only do you do it simple, you're on the mobile phone, reading the paper and got the iPad open all at the same time. You know what the, pro you know what the problem with your argument is, Scott? What? 98% of the population, mate, because they don't do it. If it was Discipline. easy, if it was easy, if it wasn't in the too hard basket, more people would do it. There's a reason the That's top exactly. one, there's a reason for the 80 20 rule. There's a reason the top 1% of the 1%. There's a reason for that. You are talking like it's nothing. You are not a normal human being, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I don't mean that derogatory. You've no, been, no, 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 the little I know about you, you've been in a bigger hole than I've ever seen anyone in, and you've made a bigger mound out of it than I've ever seen anyone make. You are not the normal, and I think the problem is all your Robins and all your hoo-ha and everyone who's like it, trying to make a quit on Instagram, motivating people, makes it too hard for the average human to be able to do. It is too hard, mate, to... Wake up every morning at five o'clock, read 10 books, fucking do 100 push-ups, fucking run 10 miles, then go to work for eight hours and all oh, down the outside is make sure you invest your money wisely. And while you're investing your money wisely, stay in Bitcoin. And while you're in Bitcoin, spend quality time with your kids and don't do anything you wouldn't do. Don't remember to have, don't forget to have date wife with your wife once a week and take a holiday every quarter. Because it's easy. All you have to do is think positively. And, oh, winning by a mile is it's all too fucking hard. Just find the good and act on it. Find the good and act on it. He's won the Melbourne Cup, ladies and gentlemen. He's ahead by 10 lengths, and all you other jokers can go and get far. And what's your alternative? I just gave him the alternative. He just paid 10 to 1 on the Melbourne Cup. I don't like I'd rather just go and think positive, be disciplined, and get it. It's in the moments of your decision that your destiny is shaped. So you choose, you don't choose. Either way, it's your choice. You've just okay, changed your argument, mate. I thought we got rid of Louise. All of a sudden, you've gone from you've got to do this, you've got to do that, you've got to do this. Yeah, I've got to do that. And on top of that, you've got to do that. And then all of a sudden, you agreed with me. Sorry. Sorry, agree. Scott Fleming. Right? I'm disagreeing oh. with you. <laughs> Sorry, Louise Matthews. I'm right. Right. <laughs> so what, what he's trying to say, I'm going to put it in one, uh, one or two lines. Most people are listening right now. They're going, I think it's easy for Scott. 
where do we start for people like us? What do we do from here? Look, yeah, I mean, everybody's different, Thomas. There's no, there's no easy path to anything in life. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah, sure. I heard Cam say that and I agree with him. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Now, let me ask you the question. Is there people out there doing it? Yes, there are. Yeah. There's people out there doing everything. If you want to be fit and healthy instead of being fat and overweight, there's people out there that are doing it right now. Right? If you want to be a top real estate agent, there's people out there being a top agent. If yeah. you want to turn around and do more than what NASA's doing and have your own private space company, mate, there's people out there doing it right now. So is there a way to do it? Yes. And if one person can do it, more people can do it. If one person can do it, you can do it. You know, Ken Thomas, could you be a doctor? I know you studied medicine. Could you have been a doctor? Yes, you could have. If you had stayed on that path and you had chosen to do that, you could have been a doctor. Could Cam be a doctor? If he wanted to, I think absolutely he could be. But he's got to make the decision to want to do it. I'm a doctor of love. So to me, you know, everything in life that we choose to do comes down to pain or pleasure. What do you think you're going to get out of it? Is it going to be pleasurable or if it's going to be painful? So all of those people who don't want to be successful in real estate think, like Cam is going on saying it's all too hard, is that the process is too painful for them. If you choose that there's more pleasure earning a million dollars a quarter, if you realise that, you know what, money's not everything, but hell, it buys you an awful lot of freedom, it gives you a great lifestyle, instead of sitting at the back of the plane, you get to sit at the front of the plane, when you go to a hotel, you don't stay in a backpackage, you get to stay in a five-star hotel, if you want to raise yourself to that next level, mate, step up and do it because it's there for the taking. The reason why at the pointy end of society, the, few, the, the smaller amount of people have the most amount of money is because there's less people that are prepared to get off their backside and do what it takes. There's less people that are prepared to be disciplined to do what it takes to get there. But you not know what? It's there for everybody to have. Not and one it's to not be Hang on, Cam. It's not discriminatory. It doesn't mean because you wear glasses, you can't do it. It doesn't mean because you're overweight, you can't do it. Mate, you can do anything that you set your mind to. Not once in that rant did you mention positive thinking until the very last words, mate. It was all about taking action. Do something. If you want life to change, do something about it. Don't just think about it. That is my point, Scott. Nothing you've done in life you did by thinking about it, mate. Nothing you have done you didn't do through. Sorry, mate, I totally disagree with you. Thinking about it. Positive thinking means fuck all without doing something about it. Do something about it. Do it. You know what, Cam? There's many people out there that do something about it and they sit there like a little mouse running on the wheel. Round and round and round, and they don't go anywhere. They don't go forward. They don't go back. They don't go anywhere. They just sit in there and they work, 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 and they do something about it. No, you've got to think positive. You've got to think realistic. You've got to think 
action. You've got to think a whole lot of things. And you're right. Hang on, There's I'm, I'm that guy. Action, action, action isn't a thought. But hang on, Kim, on your action, on your action, your action could be negative or your action could be positive, mate. You're just talking action. If that action is not led towards a positive thought, you're going no, backwards. I agree. I'm sorry, no, mate. 100% agree. So you don't start have to be with a positive thought. People wake up positive and want to change their action. life, but then their life doesn't change. Why? Because they've done nothing about it. But on that positive thought, right? Power to, the, the question was the power of positivity. Positivity has zero power without action. Zero. Zero power without action. No, you're not getting no, it's it. negativity. Because negativity if, if also has right. zero power without action, right? Because negativity... But, neg action, but negativity, action, but negativity what Scott's saying is negativity will drive towards a wrong action. Yeah, it will. I'm not, we're not talking about negativity. No, but it's, so right, you, Scott, it's still start with positive. Cam, what's the point you're trying to make? He's not trying to make, he's trying to no, uh, destroy what... Just finish no, part of, part um, of my job is to stir you up, Scott. But the other not part, me up. You're not the, other part is, the other part is to realise this, because I've lost a bet to Thomas. You haven't mentioned Tom, uh, Tony Robbins over 10 times. So far, it's only up to four. Okay, so if we can get over 10 by the end of the podcast, I'll win the bet. But the problem with positive thinking is too many people spruik that that's all you need in life. Of course, it is better to react positively to something than negative to something. But without doing something about it, you are still in the same spot you were. And the danger of saying the power of positivity, the power of positive thinking, is making people think that all they have to do is think positively. And that's where... The rah-rahs get into danger. You are a rare human, Scott, where along with your positive thinking, yes, you asked yourself the right question, but then you enacted an extraordinary amount of action to back up that first question of what's good about that. And I reckon the amount of action you enacted outweighed the amount of positive thoughts because there still would have been times during your inaction of that action that you thought, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to get there. And I'm sorry. No, that's, that's, not that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. No, no, Cam. Okay. All right, Scott, you can answer that question. No. Look, Cam, I hear what you're saying. You've had moments of doubt, mate. No, no. Look, that's okay. And I respect what you're saying. What I'm saying to you, and I never, ever got came into this podcast to have this discussion to say that positive thinking is the only thing. When I go to a seminar, it doesn't matter what seminar I go to, whether it's a top guru or whether it's um, Kristen Oler or whether it's Cam. Whether or it's stuff, Thomas. I will always come away and I go into that thing with a positive thought. As long as I get one gem out of this, it's worthwhile to do, right? So, but I never came into this discussion at all to say that it was all about positive thinking and nothing else. It's about the power of positive thinking, is positive thinking powerful? Absolutely it is. Is it essential? Mate, without a shadow of a doubt. Is right? positive is the only thing you need in life? Uh, I got, guys, guys, I'm, 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 I'm here waiting. I'm waiting for the plane with a gentleman here. He's sipping his wine. I'm going to ask him. Excuse me, sir. We're doing a podcast live on uh, Facebook right now. 
and sure. there's some dudes who are discussing about the power of positive thinking. You reckon it's uh, overrated or, or what? The power of positive thinking, what do you reckon? It's underrated. It's underrated, the gentleman's saying. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying no, no, no. It's underrated. It means you need to you need to be power, uh, positive, right? It is what you say. Ken, you lost it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So, mate, listen. The entire lounge is starting to cue onto what we're doing right now. And Cam, you just lost it. Everything starts from there because if you don't think positive, your actions going a different direction. There's people right now sitting right now. Right now, there are people who are having a bad quarter. And because they're having a bad quarter, they're already thinking about, ah, uh, I want to go and do another job. And there's people who are having a bad quarter and saying, hold on, I'm digging the gold mine here. I can actually travel Australia first class. What am I doing? And they make a different decision. So I'm very sorry. It starts from the power of positive thinking. You decide first which way you want to think. Because if you're thinking like the poor, I, I can go to... Tasmania and work like a freaking poor idiot and, and try and survive and, and for five days I'll work and then for two days I'll take my four-wheel drive around shit. You are thinking like a freaking loser. And that means to me, that it's, it's not just the year of a loser. This is the beginning of losing for the rest of your life. And I think that it, it's to me, how you start thinking is the beginning of everything. So I believe, I believe that we Scott, I mean, Last week I sat down with Scott and I had so much in my head and I wasn't feeling really the best. And I, I told him a line, I, I forgot the line. I, I said to him some negative lines and he came back, he said, so, oh, okay, so, well, at least you told about this shit. And I'm going, huh? Well, what is he on? But he's great. And, and there's, it's one word that, that, that he knows how to do best. And, and we haven't spoken about that, Scott, that you should. He said, do you know how at the beginning you ask a question that scramble our head? It's like we're going, huh? What, what's going on? And that scramble is enough for people to let go of, of the grief that they have on their shit thinking to start now entertaining that maybe there's better thinking than what they're thinking. Yep. Thomas, you're 100% right. Think about it this way, Cam. And, and What's and the Chris? question? You don't have to convince me, Mike, because Thomas rang me after that conversation. And went, okay, that's great. Oh, but no. but so well, that's okay, Cam, because not everybody yeah. else heard that conversation between no, you. I don't know the conversation, but what's the question you asked him? So before I get to that, I'll give you an example. It's like a record. You play the old-fashioned record, and it goes around and around and around and plays the same song, right? But if you grab that record and you pick it up and you scratch the shit out of it, it's not going to play the song anymore. So you can redirect people by scrambling their brain, by interrupting the pattern, you can replace it with something better and more powerful. That's all I'm saying, right? So that's that's the sort of thing that you need to be able to realise. You're 100% right, Cam. I do not disagree with you. You need to take action. But let's call it OPA, if you will. You've got to work out what your outcome is. You've got to work out what your purpose is. And then you've got to take action. It's simple. Outcome, purpose, action. Sorry? Outcome, purpose, action. Opa. A absolutely. So I thought know, he was a Greek grandfather. <laughs> a German grandfather. Opa. <laughs> so, Where did you learn so that? Where did you learn yeah, that, Scott? Where did you learn that? You know, sorry? Where did you learn Opa? No, no, don't say it. Don't say it. I, I Where can't did you learn it? it? Where did I you learn it? it? I learned it from an American guru 
who does seminars on a regular basis. Oh, fuck you, bro. What are coming on? Come on, mate. Sorry, I'm not mentioning his name again. I'm not even going to Four is four too many. Oh, listen. Oh, listen, Scott. Thomas. Thomas is someone I go to every time I'm feeling like shit because usually he'll ask me a question that snaps me out of it and has been known at times to give you an absolute blasting if you're thinking too negatively, right? So I want to know the question that snaps him out of it because me telling him to fuck off doesn't seem to work. So what, what, what was the question you asked him that makes me the next time I have a conversation with him, he goes, fuck, man, we need to talk to Scott more often. What is the question that asks? That's why, that's why you're here. Can I tell you? That is why you're here because of that question you asked him. So what was the question that scrambled his brain? I'll ask him. Don't no, no answer that question. No, it, bullshit. It no, no, Actually, I mean... Have, no, but, I'm going to have a cognac. I'm going to have a cognac, boys. It's a version of... It's a version of what's good about this. What was, in, in Without revealing detail, I don't know what the conversation was, but you asked him a question that he's still fucked by. So what was the question? Like, in look, look, terms. To, to, to be honest with you, Cam, I can't remember the exact conversation that he's referring to. I can't remember what question I asked him. Thomas and I have had... Oh, should I ask Tony Robbins? Thomas and I have had numerous conversations... Hey, can I have a cognac, please? With ice? About different things. And, yeah, I you saw know, the cognac. No, Martin? Martin? Very yeah. From my point of view, I still look at it at the fact that, yes, it comes down to your positive thinking, but there are other things involved in life. You can't just think, you are, you're 100% right, Ken. You can't sit there and positively think and that's it. But I said that before in the beginning. I said you can't sit there and go, there's no weeds in the garden, there's no weeds in the garden, there's no weeds in the garden, because eventually the weeds will overtake the garden. What you've got to do is you've got to take action you've got to sit down there and pull the weeds out right however having said all of that you can't just do action without positive thinking and you can't do positive thinking without action they go hand in hand but right. i wasn't Josh, just going to ask you like thomas alert thomas asked this previously and he, and he he sort of we we were trying to get to an answer with this your your suggestion to your layman, your everyday real estate agent, or anyone listening to this podcast, a, right? a, bis a business yeah. owner who's thinking business negative. Business owner, whatever, whatever they may be, they 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 automatically go to negative. They automatically go to poor me. They automatically go to not enough. What is the first thing? Partners, <laughs> What is the first thing that you can help them with to to snap them out? How how do they catch themselves? How do they? They change that process. Okay, okay. So let's say you've got a salesperson. Let's say that salesperson's had a shitty quarter and their head's in the wrong space and they're thinking that, you know, they should quit, right? And, and I've had this. I've, I've had staff thinking this way. And, you know, they're really doubting themselves and, and all this sort of stuff. Let me ask you guys a question. Where else can you get a job? Where else can you go out and earn anywhere between 300000 and half a million dollars without doing 
Six years worth of university. Yeah, it's got, it's got, it's got, live it's podcast, got, live podcast with three idiots. I've got three idiots on the live podcast. Come, come over, come over. Say hello God, to I'm going to ask you again. These are the three idiots. We have wines every week, yeah, and we pretend that. we talk about wisdom, but we hello. don't. Hello, we just met the fourth <laughs> idiot. Um, He's still wearing a mask. Scott, what I'm idiot. getting at is, like, what's the first process that you you recommend? I understand asking it. Well, what's the first process to these guys that say they, they constantly think they're negative? What's the first process? How do they catch themselves? How do they stop and go, oh, I've got to change my, my, my pattern? What's the Apparently, first while you're flipping through the air and hitting a tree, you just ask what's good about this. But you can't fucking... Shut up, Wilson. No, I won't shut up because that's what he said. I'm fucking spinning through the air. I'm about to die. I'm about to lose my wife, my family. I've hit a I tree, a bloody gum that. tree. You're going to get fined by the EPA. You're going to get fined by the EPA for ruining a fucking gum tree without council permission. And you just oh, what's good about this? What's good about this? As he's flipping around and around and around and around. It works. But look, coming back to what you're saying, Chris, you know, um, when you've got a salesperson or if you've got a crew member or a team member who's having negative... Let's say it's a business owner, mate. Let's say it's a business owner. Let's say if it's a mum. Let's say it's a mum that goes, my son always does the wrong thing. That was my mum's thoughts. But, you know, just... Just he's along those lines, whoever. His answer is going to be the first question he asks. No, I'm not even taking a piss now. I think I've learned. It's been an hour and 40 minutes. I think I've learned. The first question he always asks himself is what, what's good about this? No, if, look. I'm a business, if I'm a business owner who's been in real estate for 25 years and all of a sudden I've lost my team, I'm losing profits and the only answer is for me to start prospecting again or start listing and selling again, but after 25 years, I'm too good for that and I can't possibly be in that position. And I ask myself, what's good about this? And we go, well, nothing because I've been here 25 years and now I'm back where I started. So what's good enough? What's good about this doesn't fucking answer the question. No, you're 100% right, Cam. What's good about this doesn't answer the question every single time, right? But we're talking about now, you've, sh you've shifted the conversation. So at one stage, we're talking about, you know, the power of positive thinking, but all of a sudden, we're talking about, okay, what if there's a salesperson who's not happy or not doing this or not hitting the right targets or whatever? It doesn't, it doesn't change the conversation because a positive thought, right? The, the positive boys, boys I, I, think, I, think, I think you're about to hit something. And I, I need you guys to only leave until you find a solution for people who are in whatever the predicament they are now. Where do they start, okay? But <laughs> I have to leave. I have to leave, so I talk to you soon, okay? Thomas, Go before forever, you leave, safe, brother. wonderful Sorry, flight and say hello to your mum and dad for me. Yes, well, I, I, I will do it. See you, guys. Mate. See you, Thomas. Now, so <laughs> the problem is, Scotty, it's not about we're not veering off positive thinking because to have an instant positive reaction to the, the scenario I just described is going to be the catalyst for the action which I keep banding on about, right? So yep. where does someone, where does the thought process go? Where I've done this for 25 years of, of you know, I've opened offices of, 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 I don't need to prospect. How dare I have to go back to prospecting after 25 years when, but money's leaking out of the bank, there's nothing coming in, we've got no stock. All the staff aren't doing their job, but I'm doing my job. 
but the true answer is you have to go back on the doors. What Chris is trying to get out of here is what's the first bit and and what apart from what's good about this because someone who's uh, inherently negative, right? Someone who's spent their whole life being negative or negative in their DNA, when they ask themselves what's good about this, isn't going to have an answer. And then I know the next question after that is what could be good about this, right? But someone who's really deeply entrenched in negative thought and not being solutions focused isn't going to have an answer to that. So aside yes. from what's good about this or what could be good about this, where do you go? Okay, can can we just put the whole the power of positive thinking aside for the moment? No, because right? I think it's the same thing. The power to think positively in that situation would be extremely powerful. But how does someone who is bred bred to be negative? I totally agree. But can we just put it aside for the second? Right? Hear me out. Just put it aside for the moment. I think yeah. what I find for me that is extremely powerful, Cam, is having goals, right? So, so you turn around and you say to yourself, you know, that you've been doing this for a long time and you're not getting the results you want and, you know, like all of these things, you're, you're an inherently negative person, all of this sort of stuff. I, I get that. So just before we come back to that power of positive thinking, let's just take a step back and go, well, do we have goals? Because we're all better if we have goals. And the my challenge... Goal, well, no, my goals are to have a fucking $500,000 a month business. And because I've been here 25 years, I shouldn't be responsible for that. It should be, I'm hiring people and they're not doing their job. Yeah, so, okay. All right. I'm not right. going Scott, back to Scott, I'll just say, I'm going to jump in there. Scott, I'll just say, look, with, with a majority of people, mate, and, and we've got to... And, You've, you've been that sort of rah-rah positive for so long. Maybe I don't know. You've disconnected from what we're trying to get at. What I'm saying to you is, mate, we're talking about the everyday mums and dads that don't have goals. They don't have they don't have any of what you're talking about. You've been blessed to be able to go through Anthony Robbins. Does that count, Cam, to number five? No. No. You've been blessed. Well, what I'm getting at is, mate, we're talking about the everyday person who doesn't understand, hasn't been blessed with the Zig Ziglar and Anthony Robbins and whoever else to help them understand what they should be doing. How do they stop the, and the I can't, you know, we've got to, we, we can't afford the mortgage or I can't afford the school fees or, you know, I, you know, little Johnny's football is costing me too much. How do they, at that point, just stop that bullshit talk in their head and go and flip it? How do they, at that very moment, Fuck goals because they don't work, mate. A lot of people don't they don't they don't have them, but they need that little tool, that little screwdriver to understand how do I just turn the dial to flip that 180 and go a different direction? How do we do that? Chris, I hear what you're saying, but I've got to say, honestly, for me, and, and you know what, this may not be for everybody else, this may not be for you, it may not be for Cam, but this is how. I do it, right? Yeah. I have goals. Now, you're saying that they can't pay the mortgage. My goal would be to be able to pay the mortgage. You say they can't get base. My goal would be to get base. Whatever you're telling me that these people cannot do, 
my goal would be to do that. No, so you've answered now, the question without answering the questions. Hang on, let me finish, and I will answer the question. If no, you no, no, I know, but, right? but you're going to go around about and Chris is still going to yell at you. What? But what? He can yell at me. That's cool. I'm cool who with achieves, that. Who achieves the goal? So you set yourselves the, the goals, right? Who but achieves the, the goal? Which people don't understand is when you set yourself a goal, most people get goals ass about and upside down. You don't just set a goal and then work out how to achieve it. That's useless. What you got to do is set yourself a goal and then write down a massive, what is your purpose for wanting to achieve this? So why do you want to pay the mortgage? So that I provide security for my family, so that I make sure that my children grow up in a good environment. So you set yourself all of these reasons for wanting to achieve that goal. That gives you the purpose. The purpose is the most important thing to any goal, right? You can set whatever goal you want, and if you don't have a purpose for wanting to achieve it, chances are 50-50 that you may get it, right? But here's the thing. Once you set yourself a goal, once you work out what your purpose is, then when everything goes wrong, when everything's not going the right direction, when everything is not working, your power of positive thinking will step up and come into place. Okay, so how can I achieve what I want? That's really the way that you're going to achieve the things that you need to achieve. Chris, what was the two words you used the most there? Goals, achieve. No. Tell me. Action. No, you didn't use action once. Okay, sorry. You, the answer to Chris's question and the answer to you said the answer without knowing the answer, Scotty, is you and your. Yep. It's on you until people realize or accept, accept, not realize. The reason people, accept. the people reason, pe the reason people struggle, the reason a business owner of 25 years will say, well, it's not my job anymore. The reason will, someone will say, well, goals don't work is because it is on you and yours so the first step to actually after, after the positive thought the first step is to realize that it's on you if it is to be it is up to me because no one else can achieve your goals for you and i think and and yep as much as you just spoke about goals, you said you and yours, you will do this and your goals and your this and you that, that's the bit that's missing. And that is the bit that I can attribute to every single person I know who is not going where they want to go. They are yet to take full responsibility for where they are going. It is always yep. someone else's fault. It is always in real estate terms, it's always the market. It is always the system. It is always the staff. It is always this. And the minute you hear someone go, I'm not doing right by my people or by myself or by my family, you watch them fucking skyrocket. Take ownership and realise that it's up to you. The answer yep. to your question, Chris, is every time you're thinking the way you think, if you go, it's my fault, right but instead of going it's my fault i'm going to beat myself up about it and it's my fault i'm going to go and drink about it and it's my fault i'm going to talk down to myself about it if you said 
it's my fault. And by fuck, I'm going to do something about it. The whole world changes. Oh, and that is, and that is the power of positive thinking. You can't yep. have you can't have goals if all your goals are based on everybody else but not yourself. I totally agree. And can and sorry, Chris. The most important thing I think also is seriously. And Thomas has mentioned this numerous times. Cam, one more. Anthony Robbins mentioned it many times. I need five more, brother. Everybody. Sorry, I didn't hear that. What did you say? Everybody's. Anthony who? Anthony who? Everybody's mentioned it many, many, many times, Chris, right? Is that realistically, you have to make the decision to do it. And you've got to have what they call a kitchen cabinet, a master group. You've got to have people, Chris, in your life that you can ring up, have that chat on the telephone, talk to that person, bounce things off. When you're down, they'll pick you up. When you've got a decision to make that you're struggling with, they'll show you reality. You know, you're a kind-hearted person. You've got to let that staff member go. You've got to have that person that you can call who'll point you in the right direction. And you know what? It may be to keep that staff member, to give them more training. It might be, Chris, you got to let them, you got to cut them. It, it's, it's inevitable. You need those people that you can sit down and have that conversation with, whether it's a one-on-one on the phone or whether it's a once a month meeting where you all get together and you, and, and you work it. Mate, some of the top leaders in the world, they all have that kitchen cabinet that they work with. But the, before they have that, they have the understanding that they can't answer all the questions. Mate, Henry Ford. That's, a, that's the thing. I, I know many people who ring around and ask everyone for advice and then do nothing with the advice. Yep, okay. So but here's the thing. With, yeah. Henry Ford, years ago, turned around and 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 a, um, a reporter said that, you know, you think you know everything. And he said, I'll get the answer to any question you want. And I'll he sat down. Before. He had four phones in front of him and he turned around and asked him the first question. Henry Ford picked up the telephone, got the answer. And the guy said, hang on a minute. I said, you had to get me the answer. He said, no, I employ people smarter than I am to do the things that I can't do. And that gives me more time to do the things that you clearly don't do. And that's think. That starts with understanding that you are the, you are the problem first. All right. final, final question. We're coming up to the last two hours. So final question to, to Scott from myself. Initially, earlier on when we spoke, you said there's uh, five or six books that you travel with all the time. And I know Cam's choice is the, is it the six agreements, Cam? There's only four, mate. Four, four agreements, Cam's favourite book. Uh, I have to ask you, Scott, You've got five or six there. You've got to pick one, mate. You can't you can't go over all of them. You've got to pick one champion. Yeah. Ah, beautiful book. Love it. Hey, Love it. but here's the thing. How well is this thing written read? Yeah. And there's I believe there's a chapter in there, the power of positive thinking. It's actually there's a chariot a chapter in there called that. Listen, let me tell you, guys, in summary to this, because I've got to get going, but let me tell you at the end of it, 
Think and Grow Rich, The Power of Positive Thinking, The Secret. I can name you 20 books that all come down to think it and you will receive it. Big dog, close up. <laughs> As I say, okay. no, I'll tell you what, it was good to have it was good to have Scotty on board today and he is uh, he is obliviously positive in all situations, which I just think is ridiculous. But it all starts with a positive thought, but a positive thought is nothing with about, uh, without action. And that action only comes if you take responsibility for it. You take responsibility for the situation you're in. That is the first positive thought you can have to changing your life. And until you do it, you won't. Love you all. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Love Scotty. you all. Coming on, Scotty. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Thomas. Enjoy the flight. Yeah, I'm so happy for our little brother, mate. He, he needs to get over there and see his parents. It's, um, I'm, I'm glad he's going. I can't wait to be rid of him. Well, well I totally agree. It, it's, it's long overdue. You won't be rid of him. <laughs> See you later, guys. See you guys. See Bye. You guys. Bye. Peace out.